Hello everyone. Today's video has three points and you're going to want to stick around because the third point is a secret as to the absolute most important thing to know when it comes to getting reviews for your books. So in today's video we're going to discuss ethically get reviews for your books in self-publishing and how exactly to go about doing that. So by the end of this video, you're going to know the difference between ethical and unethical reviews. You're going to have a plan to go about getting reviews for your books, and you're going to feel wonderful knowing you're on the right path for what it takes to get your books to sell. So let's get into it. This is Chris Barrett from selfpublishingmadeeasynow.com where self-publishing doesn't have to be so difficult. Hit the subscribe button if you would like for me to make more videos like this one and check out below in the description and grab a copy of my absolutely free self-publishing checklist to make sure that you're not skipping any of the secrets necessary to put your book together and self-publish it and get it selling. So let's get into it. From my own story, when I first got started, I tried getting my family and friends to review my books for me, but the problem was is whenever the reviews would go live on Amazon, they would quickly disappear. So then I would ask, well, can you repost the review? For some reason, it was up for a little bit, but then now it's completely gone, and I couldn't figure out what the problem was. Well, the answer was I was contact. I, I discovered it was that Amazon themselves were taking a close look at what exactly is happening, and they were trying to get unbiased reviews. But then I was thinking, but how exactly am I supposed to get reviews if the people I know don't do it? And really, I didn't have a reader base at the time of my of avid readers who wanted to read my books. And so how was I supposed to get reviews? But then one day when I was posting my books in Facebook groups, which I would not recommend, but back in the day, that was a common practice. The thing was, is I was contacted by another author who said, hey, look, if you review my book, I'll review your book. And that was the first time I had been exposed to review swapping, which did not, at the time at any rate, violate any Amazon policies. But this also was not what they wanted. They did not want an or they wanted an organic reviews. They didn't want another author doing reviews on your books because there would be an expectation that if you gave a low review, then they would give you a low review, which would cause both of the reviews actually to be much higher than they would be. So generally speaking, other authors would have to have a tendency to give five-star reviews, very positive glowing reviews because they wish to get that in exchange for their book. And that's where it starts to get a little bit tricky there. So what happened was I did in fact complete my very first swap and I found other authors who also were doing book review swapping or review swaps as they're commonly called and uh, and it seemed it was working just fine later on Amazon started sending <coughs> warning messages out to authors who were doing this particular practice as well as authors who were using virtual assistants and the way that the virtual assistant method works is that you have a virtual assistant who would go about finding other virtual assistants and then the two would exchange one would agree to read your book and then you this virtual assistant would read their book and then they would leave a review. But there was a huge problem with this, which is that it was confusing the algorithm. So you might have a book you have on puppy training and the next day it's Harry Potter and the algorithm is getting very confused. And this also created a problem, even though if you, at the time, I don't know if they have it since, but at the time there was no thing that said you can't do this. What was illegal was to pay somebody 
to review your book. And that was one of both the review swapping with authors and also with the virtual assistants who would do it. You're not directly paying somebody to do it. So then the question would be, well, are you violating their policies or are you violating law? So in other words, is there an ethical violation going on here? And it was a little bit of a gray zone. And there's a lot of areas where you find gray zones. But Amazon, they began sending warnings out. And that was the thing uh, with regarding the reviewing issue. It was that you would start getting warnings from Amazon and some people had their accounts taken down as a result, even though they had not actually violated per se a specific policy. It would be a gray zone and Amazon can very well take down accounts for doing that. But doesn't it make sense that if you've written a book and you have a friend who's written a book, you might want to just swap reviews and this can get you into some serious trouble. So it would be recommended not to go about doing this particular practice. But instead, I discovered that doing emails, email marketing is a lot more effective way of getting reviews where you get your readers onto your email list. And that is a method that I would still say is probably the, by far the most successful, effective method of doing this. So ethically get reviews for your books and self-publishing. The first tip today is build an email list and ask your readers to review your book. These are people who've already taken the time to buy and to read your book. So why don't we just ask them to help us out at the end when they finish reading the book to leave us a review if they like the book. Now you can't tell them to leave a five-star review that would violate Amazon's policy and we cross over the ethical zone at this point. However, we can say if you like the book, please do leave a review. In fact, you'll notice in many apps you download on your iPhone and other places, they'll say, Hey, if did you like this app? If you say yes, they will take you right to the review page where you can then leave a review. If you say no, I did not like the app, they then take you to their comments page where you can send them submit a ticket telling them what you didn't like so they can improve upon it. But they are not sending people who hate the book to the review page and people who like the book to the review page. But in the book itself, you can have a link there to say, if you like this book, please do leave, help me and leave a review here because it will help increase my sales and help more people find the content. And it's not a small impact we're talking about with reviews. It is a massive amount of money that flows through here. It could anywhere be anywhere from, on my books, from five times to 15, 20 times the amount of sales as a result of some reviews that you get on the book. So it's very important that you actually do, in fact, use time and invest time to get an email list going as one of your most important things when you're getting started with your books. You're going to need to get these readers on there earlier, and you can, in exchange for an advanced copy of your book, you can say, will you please leave a review? And we've discussed before a number of those tactics, but this is by far the most effective way of doing it, and virtually every author would agree with this. It also doesn't violate the ethical side. The second one is do not ask anyone who uses your same internet connection to review your book. They want to have the reviews to be as organic as possible. Though, at the end of the day, they are still getting compensated. Like if you're giving people advanced review books, you're still compensating people. So is it completely neutral? Not exactly. But then again, trolls, the negative people, they tend to dominate when it comes to giving reviews. And that's why many books will get much harder reviews, much more negative reviews than a person who liked the book. If they like the book, they generally won't do anything unless you specifically ask them. But then it's not so much organic at that point. And the other, as I mentioned before, is that in the book itself, you should always include a page asking them, if you like this book, please leave a review. So that's just another key one. But if it's in the same household as you, they're going to see it's the same IP address, and then that's going to create problems for you. So that's also something you're going to want to stay away from when it comes to getting reviews for your book.
So don't do that. But let's get to the secret answer of today. And our secret answer of the day for today, it is that you should stay away from anyone offering five-star reviews for a price, plus anyone already reviewing random book genres. So these are two separate issues, but this is really important. First of all, if you pay somebody to leave a five-star review, you can get permanently banned from Amazon. In addition, you can find yourself being turned over to the police since it is illegal to do this particular practice. You cannot pay to get false reviews. This will get you in serious trouble and Amazon will even go after you. This is not what you want to do. This is not how you want to do your business. Instead, it's a lot better to go the email route for your, e for your books. It still is a gray zone with some of this virtual assistant type stuff and also with review author review swapping, but you're going to confuse the algorithms and Amazon will probably eventually send you a warning message seeing that you're getting reviews. They can see it clearly. There's a review, that's five-star review on your page and a five-star review on somebody else's page, but at least do yourself a favor and don't ask for how many stars it needs to be. If anyone ever came to me and said, hey, I can get a five-star review for your book, I would immediately turn them down because that would be an unethical review and I do not wish to risk all of the money that's coming through Amazon on a regular daily basis in order to simply get one more five-star review. I don't need the help. I'd rather do it other routes. And this is definitely not a route you want to do. And I know an awful lot of people who have and have got themselves in trouble by taking some of these gray area uh, solutions, as we'd call it gray hat. Black hat would be violating an ethical rule a white hat would be doing a practice that is completely, everybody's happy about it. Amazon, the government, everyone is happy about it. And gray hat would be something for which it is not illegal in the country that you live to do these activities, but it might not be completely in alignment with the, what the company that you're doing these activities in would like for you to do. Kind of like finding a loophole. But loopholes can be very, very risky on your primary account. I've even heard some self-publishers comment that you should never test out a loophole on your main account. You'll find yourself getting banned. And I've seen a number of authors have this exact problem, as opposed to trying to stick to the standard methods that I teach here on this channel that will ensure that your, your accounts are not getting banned on Amazon for anything. And this review issue is the biggest head, a pain in the head for anything that we're, that we're dealing with on the Amazon front. There's nothing more painful than this review issue. Trying to get these reviews is very tricky. It's difficult. It can be frustrating. Even though your legitimate reviews will regularly be taken down off Amazon. So this is something you're not going to want to overlook when you're getting started. So what have you found to work for getting your book reviewed. I'd really like to know. Please let me know below in the comments so that I can better serve you and make better videos in the future. And check up above me here for more video answers to your self-publishing questions. Thanks.